This podcast is sponsored by Tell2App.com. Welcome to The Life of a Networker. On this podcast, we are featuring industry leaders from the network marketing profession to share with you the stories, inspiration, and leadership. Now, here is global business developer, leader in authentic sharing technology, your host, Mr. Mike Fedick. Hey guys, how are you out there? It is Mike Fedick and man, am I excited. It's August 25th and we have a special guest for us. Uh, for all of, uh, all of our fans out there, the life of a networker um, is always trying to find the best of the best. And when you've been doing something, not for 10 years, not for 20 years, but for over 30 years, I think you probably got it figured out pretty well. And uh, after making a, a multiple six-figure a month income, uh, this is a guy who's got some answers for us. And for our audience out there that are looking for that golden nugget, everyone's looking for that, that next thing. And I sometimes laugh at that because it's never just one thing. But if you believe that one other thing is going to help you, uh, we're going to give it to you today. So uh, Randy Schrader, welcome to the call, my friend. Uh, I appreciate you and thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mike. It's my pleasure being here. And hopefully we can say something that helps somebody. Oh, well, that's awesome, man. Well, let's start with uh, you're in Utah. You're uh, you're hanging out with the horses this morning on your farm. Uh, I'm guessing that at some point that was uh, was a big goal of yours uh, was was to own some land, own some property. And after you start making a few bucks in this uh, incredible industry, you're able to do those kind of things. Tell us, is that is that something that was a dream of yours? The truth is, Mike, I was I was raised in it, and I'm grateful for it all today, but I was raised in a family with no money. I mean, literally with nothing. And that's the primary reason I'm involved in network marketing. You know, I was in third grade, I went to school and I, I saw the kids that I thought were cool wearing Converse sneakers and Levi's jeans. And I came home and said, Mom, I want Converse and Levi's. And when she asked me how much they cost, I told her and she said, we can't do that. Um, and, you know, that was that was my entry. I actually became a network marketing distributor in third grade because I wanted Converse sneakers and Levi's jeans. And, <laughs> and the truth is, the truth is, Mike, that for me, this has been so good for so long um, that there are not very many things financially that we don't have. And um, and yeah, this is this is a part of it. We have a, a lovely home in Southern California and a fantastic place here in the mountains of Utah. Life is good. Well, awesome, man. Well, that's great. And and so take us back. I know you've been in the industry for a while now, and um, and, and take us back to to where it originally got started. What was what was the first thing? I mean, there wasn't DVDs probably back then. There definitely wasn't Facebook and Instagram. How was how was your start in the industry? Well, I mean, again, when I started in the industry, we're talking in third grade, um, I became a uh, distributor for a company called Watkins Corporation in third grade. Uh, Watkins Vanilla Cinnamon and Spices, they've been around since 1903, started the same year as Harley-Davidson's. That same year, I became an Amway distributor. That same way, year, I joined a company called American Greeting Cards. And, you know, I knocked on doors for the next number of years and said, hi, I'm Randy Schrader. I've got a fine selection of everything. Would you like to buy anything? And I bought Converse sneakers and Levi's jeans. So if we go back to the very beginning, that's what it was. And then, Mike, when I was 31 years old, and by the way, I fell, I fell victim to the same pressure that a lot of adults fall victim to. In third grade, I wanted to be like the cool kids, and so I wanted Converse sneakers and Levi's jeans. And by the time I got to 11th grade, those same, quote, cool kids told me being in network marketing wasn't cool, and I let them chase me out. And a whole lot of adults do that still today, and it's a mistake. It's a mistake that I made when I was a kid. And then when I was 31 years old, I was a senior vice president at a pretty good network, or a pretty big uh, New York Stock Exchange brokerage firm. And my son came home and he said, Dad, I want to go to a golf camp with my friends. And when I asked him how much it cost, he told me and I said, I'm sorry, that's too much. And that day, I promised myself I would never say those words again. And that day, 
I made a decision to get in network marketing. Nobody ever recruited me. I went looking for a company and I went looking for a leader who could show me how. And, and, the, and the truth is, my, um, I'm, I'm a throwback. I use, I use social media and here we are using technology today, but I build the business today very, very, very much like I built it 31 years ago. Very little has changed for me. Well, you know, I'm glad you said that because, you know, listen, we, we uh, I, I, for the last few years, I've been on a whole technology side uh, with a company called Rapid Funnel and, and, and really helping uh, bring simplicity to tools and, and duplication and stuff. But at the same time, Randy, even being in the tech side, um, here's what I've discovered. I've been in the industry since I was 18 years old and being on this podcast now and hosting it and, and interviewing people with, with great success, people even like Larry Thompson, 50 plus years in the industry and, and those kind of guys. And, you know, what I found is this, what is solid today and what is still paying today is the truth of the foundation that the simple things in network marketing still exist, no matter how good technology is, no matter how much Facebook and ads and all that. Sure, there's, there's great benefit there. But if I look at it, I, I'd rather be in a position of, of where you are, where you've got this multiple six-figure a month income, and it's all came from what I call a solid foundation. It's the, it's the principles of network marketing that will never change. I don't care what kind of technology is out there. If you follow those principles, and then sure, if you want to layer on technology on top of that, but if you stay true to those principles, you really can grow something pretty solid. And kind of leads into my next question of over these, these last few decades of building, what has culture meant to you? How important is it as a leader to make sure you, you're, you're developing culture within your team? Well, here's some just some candid truth. The truth is that most people who get involved in network marketing don't arrive here with either the skills or the character attributes required to really succeed quickly. That's the truth. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation that is shared and too many people get involved in the business thinking it's going to be a faster, easier way to make money. I mean, the truth is that to develop the skills and the character requirements to really succeed, it takes time. And so a person has to have value. They have to feel value separate from whatever they get from the product. I mean, a, a fantastic product experience will not hold somebody in any company. It will not because they can just be a customer. And because most people don't make a lot of money fast, a small handful do, and those stories get well told, but most people don't make a lot of money fast. And so therefore, there has to be something that holds a person in the, in the trenches, holds them in the group long enough for them to become successful successful that is not measured in their check and that is not measured in their product experience and that is culture they have to correctly feel like they're valued respected trusted wanted um, maybe even in some respects needed uh, they have to feel like they're developing um, th there has to be a payoff besides the check and that payoff can be new skill development if i develop a new skill then at that moment that in turn results in me having more self self confidence. And if I have more self-confidence, that leads very quickly to more correct self-esteem. And if I have more poise, self-confidence, self-esteem, then I'm more happy. And if I'm more happy as a result of the things that are causing that to occur, i.e. participation in a properly constructed network marketing organization, then that gives people the ability to stay long enough to get the key in the lock. Oh, that's great, man. I appreciate that. And and you're so right. It's spot on. And, and, uh, and you know, kind of Kind of one of the things that I've I've always uh, I've witnessed here too as well is you know somebody gets started in the industry they don't have really any experience in this in this industry which which can you know beat the crap out of some <laughs> some people if you let it 
or or you can come in and and find a good mentor. I think it's really important. So the lead in my next question is, you know, what 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 is that meant to you? You said right away you went looking for a company, but not just a company. You went and you you probably found somebody that you were attracted to that you felt could really help you get to where you want. So for the listeners out there, because most of these Randy listeners that are listening here are all the people that are that are looking to get to that next level. They're looking to get to six figures. They're looking to go full time and and work from home. But but some of them feel lost, or they they complain that they don't have a, a you know they they don't they don't have X Y or Z. How important is it to to find a good mentor, someone that's got what you want, and and, and follow them? The, the truth is that I consider that to be the single most important thing. When I went searching, I didn't look for a company. Um, I didn't look for a product and I didn't look for a comp plan. I looked for a leader. I looked for somebody who was accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish. I mean, logic told me, I mean, my, my goal all way back then, I wanted to make a million dollars a year. And I didn't have any frame of reference of what that would entail and what that would look like, but I wanted to make a million dollars a year. And logic told me I needed to find somebody who was making a million dollars a year in order for them to be able to teach me. And so that is what I looked for. Um, now that I've been in the industry for 31 years, a perfect network marketing career would be one where you found a company, you helped it grow and succeed, and you were there for decades. You know, that's not my story. I've been in the industry for 30 years, and I've made some course corrections along the way. Not a lot, but I've made course corrections. And sometimes that was a good decision, and sometimes it wasn't. But the, the reality is that I've earned over a million dollars a year in network marketing the last 26 years in a row. And that's not been because of any particular company I was associated with. And it's not been because of the dynamics of any compensation plan. It's been because of the fundamental business building practices that I was taught. It's because of the skills that I was told I would have to develop and the coach who helped me develop those skills. And it was because of the character attributes. And again, I keep coming back to that character attribute. That's not talked about enough. Um, almost anybody... I mean, it would take nothing to say, okay, Randy's got the skills required to succeed in his business. There's, there's a lot of proof. There's a lot of evidence. I've done it for a long time. There's not a question of the skills. And by the way, there are only four. There are four simple skills. We can chat about what those four are if you want. And literally anyone can develop those skills if they're willing. But what if I have those skills? And then you, Mike, or anybody else said, yeah, Randy's got the skills. That's obvious. But I just don't like him. I don't want to be around him. I mean, he's, he's arrogant. Uh, far too frequently, what he says doesn't seem to be true. Um, have you seen the way that he looks at the women in the group? And on and on and on it goes. And yeah. so you can have all the skill in the world. But when I invite somebody into this business, I'm not just inviting them into my business. I'm literally inviting them into my life and me into theirs. And so it's not just a skill that I may or may not have. If a person wouldn't welcome me into their home and into their family, then we're not going anywhere. And so a whole lot of people have got to become willing to acknowledge that, you know what? There's a few things about my personality, a few things about the way I interact with other people that are going to have to improve if I want to build a very large organization that crosses cultures and that stands the test of time. Man, that's you're so right. And, and let's just stay right on that note because I know the audience right now saying, Mike, Mike, you better ask him what those four simple skills are. So, so go ahead and, and share those with us. Okay. There are only four skills. There are other things that a person could do, and there are even some things that perhaps that one should do, but there are four requisite skills. The first skill is to know how to grow a candidate list. It's a simple activity. Anybody can write down a list of names. I could meet with a new person today, and they can write down a list of eight or 10 names. Okay, well, then what? Those eight or 10 go away. The 50 go away. The 100, whatever it is. Some join, some don't. Some stick, some quit. But then what? One of the hallmarks to my success is I'm one of the most prolific personal enrollers in the network marketing industry. And so obviously, I contacted a lot of all the people that I knew at the time long ago. 
Um, I don't pay for click. I don't advertise. I don't use social media as a lead generating device. And so how does that happen? Well, the first skill is to learn to so live our lives so that people we don't know today are in our warm market tomorrow. You know, people frequently ask me, Randy, will you teach me how to work in the cold market? Well, I'm sorry, I can't teach you how to do that because I don't know how. What I can do is teach a person how to live today so that people they don't know today are in their warm market tomorrow. And when I say tomorrow, I don't mean 24 hours from now, but I mean six months from now or five years from now. So that's the first skill. And that skill is of immeasurable importance. If we don't have someone to contact, then it doesn't matter what else we know. First skill, learn to so live our lives so that our candidate list is always growing in front of us. It's hard for people to understand this sometimes, but Mike, it is my choice on a daily basis whether or not I want to enroll somebody. I can choose every day whether I want to personally sponsor somebody. So why wouldn't I do it every day? Because I'm a responsible sponsor. And if I enroll a new person, that implies what the things are, the time commitments that I will have. And so I find that I can personally enroll three or four people a month and be a responsible sponsor. But it's my choice every single day whether I want to enroll someone else because I've developed a skill, a well-ingrained, deeply developed skill of living today so that my candidate list is always fresh and current. That is skill number one. And we can spend a weekend talking about how to develop that skill and what the behaviors are. Skill number two, if I have a candidate, then the second thing I have to do is know how to invite. And knowing how to invite simply means that I know what to say and what not to say. So the candidate's eyes, ears, and hearts become open to the possibility. That's it. And, and remember this, Mike, that the vast majority, this is the truth. I like the truth. Sometimes the truth is attractive and sometimes it's not. But the entire network marketing industry is mostly a bunch of people who are not making money telling other people they can show them how to make money. It doesn't True. make any sense. <laughs> and so the way that it goes is this. If you don't know how to invite, then your candidate will be automatically drawn like a fly to a light to your results. Well, it sounds kind of fun, Mike. How's it working for you? Well, I got involved yesterday. I'm making no money. Oh, so you want me to join you in a business, but you're not making money. That's curious. Well, tell me this. How much do you know about it? Well, not much. I got involved yesterday. Can you teach me how? I don't know how. Then why should I join you? You see, if a person doesn't know how to invite, then the candidate will inevitably focus only on the results of the one offering the opportunity. If a person knows how to invite, then the candidate will see the opportunity being offered and the results of the one offering the opportunity will be of, of far less significance. And so what is the opportunity being offered? Well, it's a chance to work when you want, where you want, with whom you want, and if you want. It's the chance to, if you so choose, it's not my choice to not work. I don't need to do what I do anymore. I do it because I enjoy it. And I feel like I would very quickly atrophy if I didn't. Um, but it's, a, it's the opportunity to work for a season and then not work anymore if you've built the right kind of an organization. It's the chance to have a complete total financial breakthrough. It's the chance to develop skills and character attributes that positively influence every other part of your life. Well, if that's what the candidate sees, then the candidate's going to be interested. If we don't know how to invite, then the candidate, as I said, will be drawn like a fly to a light to the results of the one offering the opportunity. Skill number one is to learn how to live today so that our candidate list grows. Skill number two is to learn how to invite. That simply means knowing what to say and knowing what not to say so that we can get out of the way and let a tool talk, an economy of words, saying as little as we must to cause a candidate's eyes, ears, and hearts to open to the possibility and to then to be willing to review with eagerness whatever the tool is that we propose to send for that review. The third skill, if I have a candidate, because I've developed the first skill, if the candidate wants to know more because I've developed the second skill, 
Then the third skill is knowing how to present the business in a fashion that can, will, and does duplicate. People are often fascinated. I mean, sometimes when people think of me oftentimes as a public speaker, sometimes I address audiences of many thousands of people. But if they come to my home for a business presentation, they look with fascination, as I say, as little as I possibly can, and I push play on video links. Why? Because the most important thing that my candidate can perceive in a presentation is, you know what, I could do this later on today if I want to. It's not based upon some deep bank of knowledge Randy has. It's based upon only a knowledge of what this process is and what the tool is to deliver the message. Skill one, learn to live today so our candidate list grows always. Skill two, learn how to invite, knowing what to say and what not to say so their eyes, ears, and hearts are open to the possibility so they see the opportunity being offered, not the results of the one offering the opportunity. Uh, The third skill is knowing how to present the business in a fashion that can, will, and does duplicate. And the fourth skill is learning how to get each new member started in a universal fashion, the same way I do business all over the world. My step number three doesn't sound the same in Polish as it sounds in Japanese, but it's the exact same step. And so I've lived this same 10-step process for a decade, for three decades plus, And it's learning how to get every new member started so that he or she has the greatest possibility to gain access to whatever is available in the compensation plan early, recognizing that proof of income is the lubrication that greases the wheels of all productivity and network marketing. It's not about what you know. It's about what you earn. And it's about getting people started in such a way that they feel automatically drawn to the process of starting the next person that way so that our business is based not on personality. And by the way, one of the biggest mistakes in the industry, most even sizable network marketing organizations are personality-based. A personality-based business will never get especially large. Why? Because it's dependent upon those handful of unique personalities. A correct philosophy is to have a process and a principle-centered business, which is then seasoned and flavored by unique personalities. Those are the four skills. Man, oh man! You, you, if the, if the person on this uh, on this podcast is listening in right now, uh, and you were looking for the one nugget, here's the great news with Randy: is you didn't get the one, you got the four. <laughs> and 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 what you said uh, going back a, a few minutes ago was. You know, you look, you wanted to make a million dollars a year. So doesn't it just make sense to find someone who's making a million dollars a year as your mentor? Well, here is a gentleman who's just what he said. He's made a a million dollars plus for the last 24 plus years. And so if you think about that, he's he's pretty much got the income that I'm sure all people would love to have. Even if you're here to make a five hundred dollars a month, which is great. That's that's what this industry is based on. That's fantastic. But I promise you, if I gave you a million dollars a year, I don't think you'd turn it down, even if you wanted to give it away. And so here's what I'm saying is that you just got four skills, four simple skill sets that every single one of you can do. Not only can you do it, you can bring this back to your calls this week that you've got lined up. And and I don't care if you've got three people on your call and that's all your team is right now. That's fantastic. You've got three people. Be grateful for that. But most importantly, to share these four simple steps, because look, I've been in the industry since I was 18 years old. Have I heard these things? Not in this type of order, not not as simple as Randy just really broke it down. And so here I am, six, 17 years later, and I'm still here as a podcast host, writing down and learning stuff. And so I know that if you take these these principles here, uh, you really can change your business. And so Randy, thank 
thank you. I mean, really thank you for taking the time to do that. Uh, you could have just left it at, I've got four simple things that I do that made me a lot of money. And <laughs> we probably would have got a bunch of emails here in the studio saying, hey, can you ask them what those four things are? So uh, listen, we really appreciate you, my friend. I like to keep these right at the 20 minute mark and, uh, and I respect your time and I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful. So uh, to the audience out there, the life of a networker, please share it with your organizations. And Randy, just a last closing comment to the group out there that, that's listening in. They got their notepad right now. What do you want to share with them in just a closing comments? Um, I guess my, my final thought for you is this. When we get past just the immediacy needing to gain short-term financial viability, then the next step is to begin developing leadership characteristics. And I would like to just share with everybody as a closing thought, it'll only take a minute, what the real process is. The transfer of leadership is not like turning a light switch on or off. That's not what it is. It's not that today I'm the leader and tomorrow somebody else is. Instead of that, every time I enroll a new person, I imagine not a light switch, but I imagine a dimmer switch. And in the very first days, that dimmer switch is turned up very, very brightly on me. Why? Because I have the knowledge, I have the history, I have um, product compensation plan, process knowledge, and I have proof of income. My new member is all, almost always insecure. The network marketing industry has the um, remarkable capacity to turn very secure people into insecure people almost overnight. It scares people to death. And so the light is up very, very bright on me. But then literally, literally from the first day, hopefully done so gradually and so carefully that my new member doesn't even sense it at first. I'm starting from the first day, gradually turning the dimmer switch down on me at the same time that I'm turning it up on that person. The real measure of success in this business is if when you're not working, no one even knows. Why? Because there's been a complete, total, and absolute transfer of what I call the baton of knowledge and leadership. Network marketing is contrary to conventional business. The CEO wants to retain his or her rung on the ladder, and they will repress the president so they don't take that rung. A properly constructed network marketing organization being led by a truly knowledgeable and mature leader will realize, no, 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 it is not about me. It is about them. It's about getting the light off of me as gradually and carefully as I can so they never have too much fear, getting the light down on me, getting it up on them. When you've learned how to transfer leadership one generation deep, you can make a nice living. When you've taught people multiple generations deep how to continue the process, then there's no limitation to what the outcome can be. So I want you all to know that I am extraordinarily grateful to be involved in the network marketing industry. I believe the fundamental principles governing the industry are superior to those governing conventional business. Are there problems? Of course, because there are people in our business and people bring to it every different character flaw and behavior that's imaginable. Um, but the process is right. And I will tell you that your entire life will be benefited if you learn how to do this well because you'll develop new communication skills, you'll develop new conflict resolution skills, you'll develop skills of interacting with people of very different backgrounds and cultures. And this is a win every step of the way. So thanks for having me here. Oh man, thank you so much and uh, appreciate you. The life of a networker, you guys got it today. Thank you for listening to The Life of a Networker. We really hope you have gotten some inspiration or value from listening to our show. For more info or to reach out, visit us at thelifeofanetworker.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Tell2 app, powered by RapidFunnel. It's not just another app. It's an entirely new technology category. The Tell2 app gives you a genuine way to build real relationships with your customers and get quality referrals with less work from you. Go to 
hotel2app.com and build your brand, your way, and tell your story better. 